I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey, hey, everybody. This is Katrina, uh, one of your hosts and writers of Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And we are back for another NXT recap, uh, NXT Roblox 2023. But I am not alone. I have with me my lovely, lovely co-host, Shay. Sawyer, Shayna, how are you today? Uh, you know, I'm good. I'm ready to get into this because there was some real delusion going on on this, this episode. So I really want to dig into that. <laughs> yeah, there, there definitely was a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> definitely was a lot of shenanigans, particularly with a, somebody named Mr. Grayson with his, because he was doing a lot of shenanigans. He was. Uh, but <laughs> otherwise, what were your, before we really get into it, what was your overall thoughts of this, uh, show for this week? I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Like, there were some things definitely I would have been like, mm, about, but for the most part, I enjoyed the show. I liked how they closed it out because it kind of left me already invested in next week's episode. And that's always, you know, obviously what, what you want. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely felt there were some some moments that I was like, okay, all right, this this is moving forward in a in a good way. Uh, so let's get right into it then. So the first matchup we had was the Jailhouse Street fight between Die Jack and Tony D'Angelo, and so uh, this was a solid, you know, for what it was. Like you know, um. We had our thoughts last week about what kind of match like this probably could have been. Uh, but as the story is, uh, Tony D'Angelo did cost Dijak the uh, NXT North American Championship at Vengeance Day. And so this is kind of a way to kind of settle the score uh, after that. And the way to win was to lock your opponent in a jail cell, you know, that was outside of the, the ring. And so 
I felt for the most part, um, this matchup was mostly, I felt at least for the whole, the, the family aspect with Stax and Tony, you know, like the amount of things that they would do to kind of get the win in this matchup. I felt like it was one of those type of situations. Um, I think at one point, um, during this, like Dijak did like a high justice on the steel chair, which was pretty solid. Uh, Tony did uh, do, I think, a back suplex onto a pile of chairs, which I believe, you know, right before we went to commercial break during that time. There was also some moments where Tony went through a table and then Dijak did a springboard elbow drop, which I thought was uh, really well done. Uh, Tony did also go after Dijak's uh, dislocated finger, uh, which I thought was also smart. And I thought, like, for the most part, it seemed like, you know, it implied something about they may have asked Dominic Mysterio for some, you know, advice, which I'm like, if y'all don't stop these shenanigans, like, he did some jail time. Uh, and so it implied that, you know, I guess they asked for advice because he supposedly spent some time in jail. Uh, but uh, Tony did also do, um, I think Dijak did hurt uh, stacks during this. And so he kind of responded by, like, beating him up with uh, more chair. And so I felt like this was, like, you know, a lot of stuff happening and about what they would do. But Tony D'Angelo wind up winning this matchup, which um, I was actually happy with. You know, Dijak, I mean, I guess I don't really have too much of an opinion on him, but I did like that Tony D'Angelo did, but I do think a lot of the use of this was mostly showing what they would kind of do to get a win. And so I don't know if we needed a gel like type situation for this matchup, but otherwise it was pretty solid open uh, to this uh, event. So what were your thoughts about that matchup? Um, yeah, no, honestly, and I know it's probably gonna catch you off guard, but I have my reasons. This for me was my match of the night. I really enjoyed it. I feel like they came out really hot, um, you know, and I love that Tony kind of proved people. Because I feel like a lot of times, again, people look over his, you know, in-ring ability because his character work is so strong. So for him to kind of do all he was doing in this match and for it to come out how it was, it was it was very, it was cool to see. And I really enjoyed it. Um, my, my only thing is what's next for Dijak like and I feel like there's probably going to be some animosity that carries over into the next week because of at one point when Tony was going to put Dijak into the cell and Stax I guess he got a hold of Stax and he's sitting here thinking about if he's going to lock Stax in here for the win or save him and I'm like you have to think about it that's probably something Sax would think about. Like, you had to think about it. Like, I don't know. Family loyalty is on the line right now. Also, uh, Joseph, I do want to touch on what you said. I feel like a big issue with me for this uh, whole show was timing. So I definitely agree. I feel like some matches deserve way more time. And maybe those matches would have been my match of the night, but they lacked the time necessary to really get into it. Uh, yeah, I agree with that as well. Uh, definitely with uh, referencing the fact that he kind of was stalling with helping, which I'm like, hmm, you know, kind of side-eyeing after that because why, why, are we, why are you, like, not doing what you're supposed to be doing in a moment like this? And so... 
And I also agree with regards to timing also. I thought that they could have done a little better with that, which is unfortunate because you want, you know, you want them to kind of, I guess, do it in a way that we can get the time that's necessary for certain matches. I felt like we didn't really get that. And that's kind of unfortunate. But otherwise, um, it was a solid open for me, at least. Um, and so this now leads us into the matchup between Gallus. Uh, first, I guess before I get into that. So before we get into this matchup, it was a situation um, with uh, Pretty Deadly. <laughs> like right after, it was a little situation with Pretty Deadly and Gallus um where you know they called them out for what happened the 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 week before and so they had some like banter between them and kind of said that they want to challenge them again for the titles that they felt kind of belonged to them and then you know there was a bit of a brawl that happened and then you know the segment one so i'm guessing we're going to get this matchup at some point uh but otherwise uh it was okay, I guess, if that's what you wanted to start off with this. But we did get that little segment, which would then wind up leading us uh, next until the matchup, which was a six-man tag between um, Braun Breaker and uh, the Kree Brothers versus Jinder Mahal in, in this uh, year. And so we got that matchup after that. And... I thought right away that, you know, the Creed Brothers kind of had this in the beginning. Like, I felt like they kind of got the hot the hot start, if that's how you want to call it. Um, And you know how I feel about Jinder Mahal on my screen. And he was on my screen, uh, just just there. And so we got to see, I thought it had a lot of, um like, nice, fast-paced type action between it. Um, I even thought, like, there were moments where I felt like, you know, Jinder Mahal did work well enough within this share, and so that made a little half a point for being on my TV screen. I felt like they worked well, like it worked this matchup. I thought it was it was kind of like a fun type match, uh, but eventually, as yes, the shenanigans. <laughs> uh, eventually, though, this would lead Braun Breaker and the Kree Brothers to win this matchup, and I do think. Um, Again, because Indisha and Jinder did work together, it didn't seem that bad of them uh, to win, uh, necessarily, as far as they didn't win the matchup. But also, we got to kind of see Braun do something that wasn't necessarily him for the title. And so I thought it was pretty decent. Um, but yeah, we did get uh, the Creed Brothers and uh, Braun Breaker winning this matchup, which was pretty decent for what it was so what were your thoughts on this uh matchup my thoughts is that crowd is so wayward because why are you booing the creed brothers by association this is childish are you serious like i don't understand as i said they need to have a one show a month clause because these people getting too comfortable sitting up in there booing everybody. If you are just, just get out. If you're just booing all the time about everything, it's annoying. I'm so over it. And them just booing the creeds by association was just like, grow up. Just, just grow up. And I'm glad that they won. 
just so they could rub it in their face as well. And I thought that they had really great chemistry as well. Uh, so I really, really, I like that. Um, and, you know, they're talented. I mean, they were pulling out freaking, it was a lot, okay? I can't even say it. It was so many moves, but it was good. And they're so talented. And they don't deserve, the crowd doesn't deserve them. Doesn't. That's how I feel. Yeah, I don't, I it, it was kind of weird. I don't know what is going on with, like, the level of hate that Braun Breaker is getting. But it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily to boo the Creepers because they're good. You know, they can wrestle. It's not like they suck or something or like they got, you know, a situation where you're like, oh, okay. They they suck and they kind of got to, to be teamed up with the champion. And so I didn't understand that. But, you know, this, this crowd has just been, I don't know, doing a lot recently. So I can't even like say like what the problem is. But otherwise... Yeah, it was a little fun method. It was a little different for Braun, uh, personally. Um, and so after that, there was um, a segment with Lyra Valkyria kind of cutting a promo on Michael Sonomura. And maybe, you know, th there will be, like, maybe a rekindle of the rivalry they had previously. Like, I I'm, I'm guessing that's what they were going with this. And then we also got an appearance in the audience from Dragon Lee, who now is officially made his debut in NXT. So what were your thoughts about those two segments? I'd definitely be open to seeing them revisit uh, that because I know that they'll provide, you know, good matches. So I'm into that. Um, in, ter <laughs> in terms of the other thing, I I, I, I have no words. It's just... just <laughs> yeah. oh you're talking about yeah i don't i just i don't i don't know i don't, I don't know i i don't know what's going on with the crowd i felt like the crowd's been doing the most the last couple of weeks as far as what they're being upset about i don't know um but maybe maybe it'll get better maybe they just really i i don't know i don't i don't even know your turn <laughs> with the way they're acting with braun I mean, um indy hartwell these people have no soul how do you boo Indy Hartwell? I'm sorry, that's that's scary. Yeah, because she really is, she I mean, I think she's a tweener, but she hasn't really done anything where you like have to boo her. I feel like that's a bit weird. But um again, I feel like this is mostly just on I don't know what's going on with the audience. I really don't. But hopefully oh, that yes, thank you, Bobby. You just reminded me, geez, I forgot all about that. I was just so stuck on the other thing. But yes, Dragon Lee. Yes, I'm very excited about that. I know we're gonna get some awesome matches and stories, and I'm just nervous and excited because again you know obviously when someone starts you know come you don't know which way it could go but i'm hoping for positive 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 because i know what he can bring to the table so i'm excited yeah i i i think it's gonna when he does wrestle for the first time i i think it's gonna be he's he he's fantastic and so i'm excited for that as well uh but yeah um next up we had some shenanigans because there were some shenanigans happening uh between uh grayson waller and sean michaels so grayson had sean michaels on the what the grayson waller experience and so uh he did come 
to WWE during this with a Bret Hart shirt, which was just so unnecessary. I'm like, why are we, why are we being extra? Like, so unserious. Why are we doing this, Grayson? He almost got a call because let's not do this. Uh, <laughs> however, I felt like all of this during this segment, he tried really, really hard to get Shawn Michaels to go into a match with him at NXT Send Deliver on April 1st, which is, the, you know, the day, the first day of WrestleMania, the first night of WrestleMania, rather. And so... You know, he talked a lot of smack to try to insult him and, you know, talking about what Shawn Michaels was and what he could be. And it, you know, I, I was a little bit like, don't play with me, Shawn, because he's not even worth, <laughs> they're not even worth you, like, giving back and forth with Grayson. He'll be all right. And so just as, you know, it looked like maybe he would say something. Instead, he said that Grayson will be going against. Mr. Uh, Johnny Wrestling himself, Johnny Gargano. And so, you know, he said that, Sean, uh, Shawn Michaels said that Johnny kind of bleeds NXT. Uh, you know, and it looked like even Shawn might have gotten a super kickoff, which I was hoping he did, but he did. And I guess he was being nice because, oh, sorry. Uh, I guess he was being nice, but Johnny Gargano will be facing Grayson instead. And that's what he gets because it's like, don't be thinking you're supposed to put yourself in a situation, uh, you know, just don't think you can do that. And so I, I don't know. I feel like this is, this is a good moment. I do think that Grayson, as much as he annoys my soul, because he annoys the heck out of me. I thought he did do well as far as being super healy in this segment. I thought Shawn Michaels did well as being the authority in this, uh, you know. And I don't know if people remember that when Johnny did leave NXT, it was at the, like, an assault from Grayson anyway. Like, so when he left NXT before he was gone and then he came back, you know, on the main roster, it was the situation with Grayson. Uh, and so I feel like now maybe he can kind of get some retribution for that as well, which makes sense to me. So I thought this was actually a really solid booking choice. I think it's going to be a good match. Uh, Johnny Gargano is, you know, pretty solid. And then Grayson will do what he's going to do, I guess. Um, but what were your thoughts on this segment? Grayson did all of this just to get a face-to-face -face meeting with his boys. Like, I want everybody to just think about that. Everything he did was just to get a face-to-face -face meeting. And then, first of all, you're talking all this crap, all just for it to be that you wanted to, you want to have a moment to stand in the light with greatness. That's all this was. You wanted to get a match with Sean. You wanted to have a headliner because you want, what, what, you want to have your viral moment when I get my Australian accent down, it is over. Trust me. <laughs> like, like, seriously. Uh, <laughs> but um, so I wanted to touch on this, um, Joseph. So what I would say is timing is always right. I think this is the best timing because, I mean, it's for stand and deliver. I like I, I could see why you'd be like, why didn't you just like pick it back up? And if you could say, yeah, it's because he has nothing. But maybe it's more so because Grayson has nothing and they want him on the card. That's something that, you know, reverse psychology. Um, and yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I think this is the perfect time. You know, I think it just worked out that way. And it's a great story to pick up from. It's like already a built in story. And I just know that match is going to be insane. So I'm really excited. I'm excited for Johnny to get his lick back because Grayson, you is not right. You know what you did to him. Rude. 
Oops. Sorry, I think just get out. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, I, I, he definitely was doing the most. He said some stuff too. Like, I think he mentioned the fact that Sean was like Vince, you know, the person who didn't let him shine and, you know, said he was too small to be a draw, blah, blah, blah. And then he mentioned the fact that Sugar H had a heart attack, which I'm like, why, like, why are we even bringing all this up? So he did all of this just to not get him what he want. And so you did all this extra and now here we are. Now you're going to get your payback which is what he deserves. And so I, I I thought it was a good segment for what it was considering all the shenanigans. But I also uh, think this is what he, if he thought he was going to get Shawn Michaels, like, who are you, my guy? Let's calm that down. Let's, let's de-notch a little bit about how not special you are uh, <laughs> to get a match with Shawn Michaels. Like, and we're not going to talk about, you know, I love Shawn Michaels, but that last time he wrestled was maybe sad. And so I don't want to, let's not do that again either. We want to bring that back up of when he hurt my feelings because he hurt my feelings. I was, I was hurt. It just, it wasn't a good time for him. I don't know why they put him, like why they put him back in the ring and he was not his best. And so unfortunately it is scarred uh, in the Shawn Michaels fan memory of like, that wasn't a really good match. And so I don't think they need to do that. I don't think he needs to wrestle again, but I did like him being the authority and it was, you know, it, it, it was solid. And I did like that. That was a nice touch as well. Um, Definitely a nice touch, which uh, now brings us into the some ladies action with uh, Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane. And so this was okay. Um, I thought, you know, at first it might have looked like I felt like Gigi did come in very... Um, like aggressive, which I guess is needed for a situation like that, especially after the promo last week. I felt like you couldn't come in here anything less than aggressive um, after this. Um, but I felt like they did do well. You know, I felt like this was more, it was supposed to be more grudge matchy, I felt. At least that's what they kind of said because of everything they was implying. But then it, it also seemed like it was more so just kind of more wrestling specific to me, at least. I felt like they were doing a lot of wrestling, which is fine. Um, I'm not, I, I, I felt like Gigi started off strong, but then it kind of like fizzled a little bit. And I say this just because, again, when you have a promo that's this level, um, that's this level where you're, again, you're comparing something to like abuse. You feel like it's the match should kind of fit that because of that promo. At least for me, I felt like it should have fit more. Like it, it should have been like one of those matches. You're like stressed a little bit because you're not like, oh, wait, like how is this going to go? Because of that type of promo, I felt like, again, it was a really strong lead. And so because of that, it didn't, it didn't hit the way I guess it wanted to. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm guessing we're going to probably get, you know, going forward with, uh, during WrestleMania weekend. I do think the commentary did well as far as trying to put her over as a baby face. Uh, I thought I did that pretty well. But I, I don't know. I felt like I feel like something needs to happen. You know, if anything, I do feel like they're going to push Gigi in this and maybe she'll, you know, really do something or maybe not. Uh, or but I, I, I don't know. I just felt like. There was a moment, like, I think, you know, that Gigi did some stuff and then JC kind of went back and I thought that was good. And then even uh, 
it was just moments I felt could have been done better. And I think that's what bothered me about this matchup because of every, everything that this, oh, it's like I'm the star of this team now, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm comparing the breakup to like my mom abusing me or and everything. And so I felt like they should have been more grudgy, like kind of similar to what we kind of got in the first match because it was like a lot of stuff happening and it seemed more like urgent, if, that may, if, that, if I'm using the right word. And so uh, Gigi did win this matchup. She did beat JC. But I don't know. I just felt like uh, it could, something could have been done a little better, which was unfortunate. Uh, JC did attack Gigi after uh, the matchup. And I guess this is going to be like, you know, this is done. I don't think they're going to get back together anytime soon. But we'll see what they do with them if we're going to get like a repeat of this uh, afterwards or whatever. But it just, I was just like, oh, I wish it just would have had a better sense of urgency considering everything that was said last week. It didn't. It didn't ring like as I wanted it to. Oh yeah, this was this her after the matchup, but it just didn't hold the way I wanted it to with everything that was said last week, and so it was unfortunate. And it could have been a timing thing, but I just felt like something was missing after that promo from last week. So, what were your thoughts on that matchup? I have to agree. I feel like I. What I will say is, I feel like maybe they were holding back. I, I could feel like they were holding back because there will be a match at stand and deliver. And it was obvious that they were holding back. Like, it was very obvious. And I feel like also the whole thing of you saying, like, she should have been more aggressive. I do agree because even throughout this entire match, she's screaming, you're just like my mother. So there should be a certain level of aggression coming behind that. And I feel like, again, they were just holding back. Um, I hope that when they finally have their final, I think will probably be their final match at Stand and Deliver, that we see that energy. Because the talent is there. It's just like... You could tell they were holding back. Um, so it was I couldn't really get like super invested in it. And a lot of people didn't like uh Gigi's finisher. I think it's a nice finisher. I think she needs to find a better way to set it up because I think what's awkward is the whole setup beforehand that makes it kind of take away. But it is a visually appealing move. It just needs a better setup. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think it's a bit awkward setting up. And you know, I'm a person um that if you're going to do a move, it should be so little bit time for me as a viewer to see that you're setting up for it. I don't like when it, I can tell. And I think that I, I think people probably pick that up, too. But we'll see what they do. It's just like, I, I don't know. It just it was disappointing only because of all that. Like, if you're going to say all again, that's a very drastic thing to claim. Oh, you like that. That's that's a lot. Abuse is a lot. And so I just felt like. Yeah, I would have, and that, you know, I don't particularly like DQ finishes unless it works where it can save both, if it's a situation that can protect both in a, in a way, and that might have been better than what we got, and that's unfortunate because I felt like, you know, now if it ended in a DQ where, you know, now you can really come with it the next match, and I, I, I don't know, I just felt like this could have been done a little bit better considering, but we'll see what they're going to do going forward. We'll see what's going to happen by the time we get to WrestleMania week, but it was, it was just like, oh, you guys, like, I just want, I really, really, really want it more, but we'll see what we're going to get. And so after this matchup, we did have a segment with Braun Breaker. And Carmelo Hayes, Braun kind of calling out Carmelo. Carmelo was on commentary during his matchup earlier with the Cree brothers. And so he does call him out. Uh, they talk about, you know, the fact that their paths kind of intersected. 
and it's time for the showdown at Send Deliver for the you know the NXT Championship. I thought that it did say that I felt like they respected each other true enough, and so it it really wasn't um like a situation where the Carmelo was being like egotistical. I felt like it was a both respectful thing, but they want to see who the better man is. And like I said, I do like Braun Breaker, and I would be, but I would be very surprised if he keeps the belt after this. I do think it's going to be Carmelo. It's going to have to take it. I do feel that, and it doesn't help that the crowd has been doing everything it's been doing uh, every time. So yeah, I do feel like Carmelo's probably going to win this uh, WrestleMania weekend, and that'll be his, you know, whatever he's going to do with the championship before heading to the main roster. Because I do see him being on the main roster at some point. Like I, there's no reason for him not to be. He has like everything you could want in a in a star on the main roster, and so I thought it was a good segment. I thought we all again we all knew this was coming. The last few we all knew it was going to be the two of them, and we got it. And so it is con- official now. Uh, and so I liked it. I thought it was a very nice. I thought I thought it was nicely done, considering like the other people who challenged Braun. This was better than the other people who were just like, oh, I want a title shot, or like I'm going to pop up where you're fishing. Apollo, uh, you know, doing stuff like that. He, it was a real brawn was like, you know what? Let me call you out. And so I actually respected that. But what were your thoughts on this segment? I feel like that was like a preemptive strike from creative to have Braun just go out and call out Carmelo, maybe to like help him endear him to the crowd, which is annoying because he's the whole time Braun has been agreeing that, yeah, it needs to be Carmelo. He's never once said opposite, but for some reason, this this crowd boos him because they want Carmelo to be champ. And it's like, what are you booing him for? He agrees. He wants to have a match, and you guys are still yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's it's annoying. I, I can't I can't take it much longer. And you know, I think that they're gonna have a great match at uh, Stand and Deliver. Probably like could potentially be match of the night, honestly, because they're both like ridiculously talented. Um, and I just want to touch on that annoying tweet that Grayson put up. You see, they said it. They said it here with the two, the two. Yeah. So work on being three and stop complaining on Twitter all the damn time. I'm so sick of him. I tried to tell y'all about Grayson. He would do too much for no reason. And now here we are. Okay. Like, he's annoying. He just, he was doing a lot. And I just felt like. I'm glad at least this time Braun wasn't like people popping up because it's like everybody keep challenging him and they did nothing to deserve a challenge. At least Carmelo has worked, okay? He's been grinding. He's been in the NXT. He, he's been working. He didn't decide, you know what, Braun? I'm just going to decide on a random Tuesday. Hey, it's my time. Like, no, he worked to be able to want to challenge him next. And so I do like that was done. And I do like that Braun was the one to call them out. And so I don't know. I just. I don't know. I just I don't know what's wrong with I, I feel like he's not like he didn't do any I don't think he did anything personally for this level of extra disrespect, but who knows with the crowd. I'm not there and so I can't like I don't know what's going on, but it, it it's unfortunate. It's like they only like you to a certain point. Then you get too successful, then it's an issue for them. Okay. Every time I get traumatized when I think about how they turned on Dean Ambrose. I'm sorry, when he was Dean Ambrose. That was the sickest thing I ever seen in my life. I'm not going to get into it because I'll go on for another 20 minutes about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, 
And so next up, before we have our next message, it was a segment with Thea Hall kind of doing some meditation with Tyler Bate to kind of say she's going to finally deal with her fear of the schism, who, for whatever reason, I mean, personally, there are things you could do if I, you know, I'm just saying. But she was trying to find her center and meditate during this, before this matchup, uh, which was between Andre Chase of Chase U versus Joe Gacy. And so... I thought this was a pretty uh, solid matchup. I did think that it, at times it looked like Andre Chase was really doing his thing. I thought, like, I feel like with his matches recently, they've been having him, like, get rolling towards the end of the match. Like, he kind of starts off, you're not really sure, and then he starts to get his footing, and then he starts doing better uh, things throughout the match. And I thought it was like, I was like, okay, all right, Andre. However... Um, there was a little commercial break, which I thought kind of affected the flow personally. Uh, but I just, you know, there was also apparently Duke, who had a lot of issues apparently <laughs> with Andre and Thea, and he seemed to have to have, you know, a lot to say backstage. I guess also as well, you know, he said all he had to say, yell, yell, and then he kind of like left them back there. And so I'm not really sure what's gonna happen with Duke, kind of doing all this when they're trying to do matches because I feel like he always does this during match time and it's like, can we not distract? Let, like, can we have this conversation at a different time? Uh, but unfortunately, when Thea decides to kind of confront Ava at, you know, ringside, you know, she, Thea didn't back down and then she kind of gave like Andre like a double high five. However, this allowed Joe Gacy to kind of do a rebound lariat and win the matchup. And so unfortunately... Uh, Andre Chase did lose this matchup, but I thought, I, I like, again, that he gets, he seems like he gets rolling with the matches a little bit later on, but then it's like, oh man, you know, he didn't, he didn't win. And I was hoping he did, but Duke was like, my guy, get real. I don't know why he was doing all that. Um, why you always want to wait again during time when things are serious or your head needs to be in the game that you want to interject and do these, but I'm starting to feel like what you were saying about him before. <laughs> Like I was like already like kind of annoyed, but now I'm like really like, bro, let it. Not the time, not the time for this. Like, talk to somebody, have have a drink. I don't know. Have get a friend. Why are we doing all this during like the most opportune like times where it's concentration is necessary? And so I'm starting to feel a way about Duke too. Like I'm really now I'm like all right, because why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are you being extra? Like, I was like a little bit, but now I'm really annoyed. And so I'm like, this is what she was talking about. Cause like, why are we doing this? This is the wrong time. Like, and so he clearly there's some jealousy going on. Uh, but yeah, uh, what was your thought about this ma uh, matchup, but also the segments and Duke with his shenanigans? Duke been a hater since he first steps in. He's been inadvertently costing them hella matches. You've seen it. What was the first match they had? And he kicked Andre in the face and they lost. And somehow it was Andre's fault. That's when I knew he was trouble. That was exactly when I knew. Like, and also, why are you making it seem like somebody is holding you hostage? The door. The door is right there. Walk. Walk your sweaty headband right through that door and leave. Leave. Because I'm sick of it. You're not gonna come around here telling us we suck. We didn't invite you. You invited yourself. This is crazy. Like, I, I don't understand this man at all. He literally makes my brain hurt. And then Thea, uh, there's a time and a place. You had all week to yell at this lady. 
and you choose now. You had all week. They all against Andre at this point. They all setting him up. I want him to kick everybody out and start fresh. And yes, I agree, him and you. Bring Bodie back. He's the only one I trusted. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm just like, Duke. Why why now? Like, why are we doing all this? It's sabotage, okay? Sabotage. Sabotage. This is clearly what it is now. Okay, he don't need his degree from Chase U. He needs to get it together. You know how to have the guidance counselors in school. I think he needs to go talk to somebody, guidance counselor. Maybe he needs some meditation with Tyler B. I don't know. But I'm getting annoyed. He's starting to get on my nerves now. Because I'm like, all right, why are we doing this? This is not the time. You got you to gotta know how to read the room. And he is not reading the room. He is not reading the room. And it's just like, all right. All right. Uh, so there was also a segment backstage between Axion and Wesley. Which implied there might be another North American Championship matchup in Wesley's Open Challenge. And I do think if that's what we're getting, it's going to be an absolutely fantastic match. Uh, what were your thoughts about that segment? I was excited about it because, you know, Hank, the car fixer, he got in the way of Axiom trying to get there. I feel like Axiom would have got there if it wasn't for Hank. I blame him, yes. So now we can finally get the match we all looking for. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I know how you feel about Hank too. <laughs> I know how you feel about Hank. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm excited. I think it's gonna be an absolutely fantastic match. Um <laughs> listen, this this is the one thing I she she is, if nothing else, is like you your energy is always the same. <laughs> She's the same. The Hank, the Hank, she has not liked Hank this whole time. It has not changed. <laughs> so the energy has stayed exactly the same with Hank and Duke. Um, and so, and so you can't, you know, you just gotta accept. Okay, it's like how I feel about Jinder Mahal. It's not gonna change. It just, I don't know. It's not gonna change. I'm gonna feel away every time. It's just you got. It's just certain things you gotta accept. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm hyped for this matchup. I am definitely like it's gonna be a good match because you got two guys who could just really get it in, in the ring, and so I'm excited. But before we get into the last matchup of NXT, check out this commercial from our CEO boss lady TK Trinidad. Hey peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch. Like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On The Scroll, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. So I just, I don't know why I didn't notice that before the commercial about the green bubble comment, but hello.
Android here and my phone's amazing. Okay, I can't speak for everybody else's phone. <laughs> but my Samsung is amazing. But yes, we do have lots and lots and lots of shows almost every single day. So if you can, thank you for checking us out every pretty much i think every other day except for saturdays probably we don't have any shows but we have shows almost every day of the week and so that's pretty awesome uh and so bringing it back in we are now going to the final and main event of nxt's roadblock which was for the nxt women's championship uh with miko saramara against roxanne perez and so I really enjoyed this match. I knew that these ladies were going to to bring it, and I felt like they did. Um, I thought like there was a lot of grappling right in the beginning that kind of had them go back and forth, which I thought was really good. Uh, and it seemed at one point like you know, again, Mark, she's the final boss. Okay, and I felt like at one time it seemed like Rocks Roxanne might have had like her just a little bit, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, all right. Okay, Roxanne. But I thought, you know, again, I didn't really see, you know, Miko taking this. I would have been surprised. And, and, and I don't know if this is just her me putting over the younger talent. If that's what she's doing now. But I thought it was a really, really solid matchup. Um, very hard hitting. Uh, it made, it felt like Roxanne was being very gutsy and like even going toe to toe, like absorb, like she was taking everything that Miko was throwing at her. And I thought that that was good. Um, and it made me even to an extent, I'm like, okay, okay, like, you know, this, this is, this is solid. Um, I really enjoyed the matchup again. I, I thought, I was like, okay, like you're, she really put it to her. And even though Miko Sotomayor is the final boss, uh, in this, I do feel like this was more so just to kind of put Roxanne over as well and kind of show that she can do. Because, again, I think Roxanne is absolutely amazing. However, uh, Roxanne did win the belt. Uh, excuse me, not win, but retain her championship. She did retain it. And even afterwards, Mako uh, Sanamora did kind of, like, acknowledge her and, like, as a sign of respect um, by giving her championship back. However... Um, a little bit after this, like right after it, she kind of like fall down and like kind of collapses after the match, which I'm going to take it as, you know, she was exhausted. Um, I mean, I feel like, you know, she was, this was supposed to be her biggest opponent. Uh, and she pushed herself and pushed herself to the limit and she did what she had to do to keep her belt. And I thought that this was done well enough. Like at first I was a little stressed. I'm not going to lie. Cause I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what is this? Um, but it, it seemed like this was mo mostly probably, you know, like a little ode to one of Shawn Michaels storylines, uh, from years ago with the, you know, pushing yourself to the, to the point of exhaustion. Uh, and also because I do believe, at least for me, I do believe Tiffany Stratton is going to be her next challenger. Um, and I do not, I mean, I'm hoping we don't get it to, um, where Tiffany takes it right. I just feel like Tiffany's good, but she's not better than Roxanne yet. Uh, and so I I'm I don't know how I'm gonna feel <laughs> about if you know she takes the belt from Roxanne off because I do think Roxanne as of right now is the better wrestler. Um but I thought it was a solid matchup and it did even to the point where Book T at the end kind of showed concern where they had him like, you know, with ambulance kind of took her away to make sure she was okay. I believe they put a little announcement on social media saying that she was like in the hospital for aspiration or something like that. Like she was trying to rest. And so I thought it was a really nice like bow to add to the story. But I do think 
that hopefully this will do well for her, like it did for him when this storyline kind of happened. Uh, but solid end to it. Um, save the fact that she's supposed to be like exhausted. Uh, I thought it was a really good match. I do think this was mostly to kind of put her over and to show that she is a fantastic wrestler. And I do think this is also help setting up for her next challenger, which I do believe will be Tiffany. And so I just don't want her losing just yet because I'm just like, you know. Uh, I mean, I, once I, like, really thought about it, realized it was some Shawn Michaels, uh, thing, and not so much about, you know, the, the guy for, uh, from the Buffalo Bills, just because this was done years ago, uh, with Shawn Michaels, and so I don't think Shawn Michaels was like, ooh, just one incident, and I get, like, I get the whole trying to be aware and trying to not do things that could be a bit dicey or a bit sensitive, but I don't think in the situation it was him. Like, I don't, I believe it was literally off of his, his own storyline years ago. I believe that's what he took it from because if you, uh, there's a lot of aspects of Sean Michaels we've been seeing anyway with some of these matches uh, in NXT that you could tell Sean Michaels' hand is all in there. And so I think it was just a little throwback to his situation when it was him. I don't think it was at any cost to the guy uh from buffalo bills and if anybody thought that it's like sometimes it's okay to be quiet and say nothing at all i feel like sometimes fans be doing too much and the situations that probably will call you to be a little bit outraged uh, quiet as hell but this was the oh oh this is like i don't think it was that that was the intention i do believe it was from his own thing which was happened in the 90s and this happened in 2023. And so I feel like that's, I, I don't think he was trying to be, you know, in any way trying to be funny. I think it was just pulling from something he's done uh, in his own uh, career in wrestling in WWE. So what was your thoughts about uh, this matchup and also how it ended with Roxanne? Um, I just wanted to, oh my God, you bet. I was about to say, I wanted to look at that photo again. It was so pretty. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's still here. Let me, let me get okay. back. Look okay. at how pretty it is. It's giving the Last of Us scenery, kind of. That's how. Oh, uh, the last photo. I'm assuming you meant. Yeah, it was. It was just so cute. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about it the whole time. I'm like, oh no, let me put so it back. My bad. Especially because Booker was like, it was giving Cover Girl type, and then Sean was there. there like, look at, look at, and then the light from the ambulance. Like, <laughs> really a photo. Booker's like, you know, like that. I'm sorry. I'm serious <laughs> point. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, it definitely was like I saw someone, I forgot who it was. I think it was a public enemies uh podcast. They put like a side by side of Sean and Roxanne. So it's like, yeah, once you see the side by side and you see how they fall exactly the same, it's like you really cannot you can't come up with no different. It wasn't nothing like that or like yeah. some nefarious reason. Um I really wish this match had more time because they literally went out at 9 50. I remember because I was so mad. I'm like is this the time you're giving them? And this has been a reoccurring thing, and it's starting to really actually grind my gears of them heavily promoting a match that everyone's excited about and then giving that match the least amount of time on the card. I'm like, am I missing something here? Like, why would we do that? Um, so, I mean, I hope at some point later down the line we do get another Roxanne Mako match because I feel like it wasn't done justice. They definitely deserved more time. Um, and I'm glad that Roxanne won as well. I don't know. Like, I'm thinking there has to be something behind it. Like, I want to just think, okay, they're going for the Sean, like, you know, sympathy thing. But I'm like, does Roxanne really need sympathy? Like, she's, you know, everyone loves her. I don't know people who hate her. I don't. 
maybe you could find someone in the NXT crowd, but for the most part, I don't know who hates her. I don't know if she needed it, but I think maybe someone poisoned her or slipped something. It could be Cora, Tiffany. I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking because I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking things. Um, but I like how it was done. It definitely left the crowd and everyone stunned and, and left me wanting to know more. Now I'm coming up with all these scenarios, as you can see. Um, so I, I definitely like that. I just wish that they had more time, like 100%. That was my only issue. And that's why that wasn't my match of the night, just because of that one thing. It would have been, but. No, I agree. I, they The fact that they went so hard about this matchup, and again, I love both of them. And then it's just like, but you gave me do complain it. You gave me that, I guess. I guess. You, you you gave me that. And so, I don't know. I feel like they gotta stop doing that. If they don't plan on really doing like properly with the matchup as far as uh, with the matches, as far as if you're gonna put it, hype it up this much, then give them some time to really shine. But yeah, it's 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 um it's <laughs> it's it's unfortunate. I I don't know, or maybe I took it as maybe they're just trying to say she worked that Miko was such an opponent for her that she overworked herself. I feel like that's what they were doing mostly. Um, I know that <laughs> the hate reference. I I feel like if anything, it was I, I'm taking it as maybe it was more of a she worked herself because of who Michael was and not so much of a sympathy, maybe just like, no, she was really trying to make sure she retained against somebody like her of Michael's caliber. Like mm -hmm. she's again, the final boss for a reason. She's been wrestling a really, really long time. It's somebody like that. You can't come in like, like, you know, what you know, like you can't be coming in like you have all these years with somebody like her. And so I felt like maybe that's what they were trying to do. Uh, but I guess we'll see if they try to tie it and make it somebody, I don't know. I feel like, I, I'm okay with it being like she just overexerted herself because she was overtraining. Uh, rather than she did all the training sessions with Miko, so that's yeah, that she could have just been. Because I'm like, if you're gonna have somebody poison her, like, didn't she been through enough? I just feel like they're gonna stop doing the, the like she been through enough. She, she, it was literally she come in happy go lucky and it was shenanigans. She been through enough. Let's not. I'm hoping it's none of that weird stuff where it's like women being petty and you know. All of a sudden, somebody's poisoning. I'm hoping it's not that because I feel like that would diminish. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't, don't, you don't can't have her go down to the NXT parking lot. I feel like the NXT parking lot is the one winning every time. I feel like we let's not have that because the NXT parking lot has all the wins. Um, but I mean, I'm hope I would prefer it just being she was just trying really hard and then it was just like, you know, this this is a bit much, and I probably overworked myself. I overexerted myself because you're going against somebody like Miko, who's a different caliber than a half. Let let's be real, half of the roster on NXT. She's a different caliber of a wrestler, and so I feel like maybe that's what it was. Uh, I feel like if it's, you know, because and she also did a, and I hate 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 roll up pins. I I say this all the time. I don't like a roll up pin, but even the win was in a roll up, and I feel like that's like the usually that's what like a wrestler do, and they really try and really quick to get a win. Or like it's a heel who's trying to do a quick win and then skedaddle out the ring real quick, like oh I got you and then he dip. Or it's because you're trying to like oh is it is it worth trying to do any other fancy type pen? Let's do it really quick and then get out of there. And I think that's what it was. It was just she was tired. I I mean I feel that it was just she did a lot to try to train herself for somebody like Mako. And so we'll see what's gonna happen after that. But I do think Tiffany's the next challenger. Mako uh, looks you know strong also because I think when we also talked about the fact of 
seeing uh, Mako lose another match takes away. So maybe that was kind of like a way of protecting her to make her still look like this like serious threat to like have the champ just flat out pass out right after their match. So it could be, yeah, it could be all. Yeah, I, I think, and I think that's actually a good point as well. The whole like because I was feeling away about having her lose her match. Like, I'm, I'm not appreciating losing the matches here, solo matches at least. And so maybe, <laughs> Jesus, JD. Um, I I just I feel like that's it could make her look strong by saying like, oh, well, she got a, she she got the win, but it was barely a win. Like she got it because she like really worked hard, and it was just like she just made it, like just made it like a couple of seconds short or something like oh, that. That's oh, that's like similar to the whole thing with like Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, when he like basically had Finn, like he could barely get up at the end of the match. And that was kind of like what Joe kind of harped on to get the second match. Like I had, you couldn't even get up. Like, you know, say, you know that, but I don't see Mako being petty like that, but you know. No, you know Samoa Joe. You know how Samoa Joe was? He, he was extra for no reason doing the most. He was always doing the most in every brand he was in. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, that's what it was. Uh, but otherwise, it was a solid uh, NXT. I did have certain issues with certain things. I understand. I do think, as you said earlier, the timing could have been a lot better uh, with certain matches, especially the main event, because it was the main event. It should have gotten main event time. Uh, you know, when they do those really big main events on like a SmackDown or a Raw, they give them time. And so I don't know why NXT keeps doing these shenanigans. Uh... <sighs> um, but yeah, I guess what were your like, I guess, final thoughts about NXT? I'm trying to. <laughs> um, overall, I enjoyed the show. Um. It was just those things about timing. That was that was my major issue. And then also the Gigi and JC match with them kind of like holding back. So it was those are my only two things that I really had a negative on. Everything else I enjoyed. Yeah, agreed. It was definitely a solid up, uh, you know, I don't want to say pay-per-view because it's not really a pay-per-view, but a solid like event for NXT. Um, and I'm looking forward to what we're gonna <laughs> I'm looking forward to what we're going to get uh, going forward uh, towards WrestleMania weekend, it's, which is very, very close, uh, by the way. And so, uh, you guys, we have reached the end of our NXT recap. As I've said, as I commercial side, but as I always say, we do have a lot of content on Women's Wrestling Talk. There is a show, and sometimes there are days like Thursdays, we have three shows on Thursdays. It is the Women's Wrestling Army show, we have the NXT show, and the Impact show. And so we have a lot of shows out there. So if you are free to watch, please do and tell your friend and have them subscribe and get notifications for all that good stuff. But Shayna, tell everybody where they can find you and what you have going on so you can find me on unpopular review on tuesday for the nxt uh review show um and he yells at me i just thought you guys should know that um it's directly after the show as well um you can also catch me on thursdays right back here with this lovely lady at seven and then another lovely lady at 5 p.m for women's wrestling army for women's wrestling talk podcast the number one women's wrestling show I mean, that was a lot of emphasis in that part. <laughs> Love that energy. Love the energy. Um, 
not you, not you guys in the comments, Fibbin. Um, <laughs> not you, Fibbin in the comments. Uh, as for me, I am on most social media platforms and Cat We Trust. The E is a three on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. I did release my newest interview with Jen Savani, a uh, super awesome woman wrestler from Cali. Uh, I do have my Rebe Hardy, uh, Rebe, excuse me, Rebe Hardy. Uh, Rebby Hardy's interview as there as well and you can also catch me and Shay in Chicago if you are not in LA and you are free and you want to fly maybe not but we will, we will be in Chicago doing the Behind the Magic Woman Color and Wrestling panel during Wrestlemania weekend I'm really excited about that it's going to be super awesome uh, again check out the website for our articles at www.talkpod.com check out our YouTube and Twitch, subscribe and all that good stuff. And until next time, guys, we love you as always. And thank you for hanging out with us. Bye. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.